Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The classic line is, oh, I've been singing since before you were born, which is from the, the resident 79-year-old in my choir. And uh, fair enough, she has, but also... Um, my job is to get the singers to all do the same thing at the same time, and you can't have 20 different opinions of that, um, otherwise it wouldn't be a choir, it'd just no. be a rabble. <laughs> okay, we are recording. We are the voice of the under-25s. I'm currently um, shut myself in the toilet. How on earth do you become a lolliologist? <laughs> the bag with my blood in it. My blood. Our stories, what we think, the truth. And how long have you been sort of on the streets? Uh, on and off for a year. We got told that he was killed in a motorcycle accident. If we can't create a ginger army to take over the world, then we can at least lobby the government for tax-free sun cream. Podium.me. This is your platform. I'm Tori Longden, and I've got a rather unusual job. I'm a conductor. So I spend all my day working with choirs and sometimes orchestras in loads of different places, helping them to rehearse, perform and record good music. Choral music has experienced such a revival over the last few years, and especially amongst the younger generation, and so more and more young people are getting the opportunity to lead. In this podcast, I'd like to introduce you to some of these young people who are stepping up to the podium and helping to steer classical music into the future. Establishing a name as a conductor is a difficult thing to do. But one way that you can kickstart a career is to enter international competitions. And my friend John Hayward did exactly that, winning the 54th Besançon International Conductors' Competition at the age of just 23. I was very interested in classical music scene in different places other than America and experiencing um, what it's like, uh, the rehearsal process and, and the performance techniques. I've been conducting choirs like on a practical basis with my choirs for two years and I've been studying choral conducting for four years now. And was that partly in Mexico and partly in France? No, it started in France. Like all my musical studies started in France five years ago when I got there for university to do a musicology bachelor. Then I was one year doing that and the second year I started singing. I have a teacher who was actually, well, who is a choir conductor in Grenoble, in the conservatoire. And she had this pedagogy that I was really interested in. And, and then I saw she was giving these classes of choir conducting and I said like, oh, is that possible? Like, can we really like go in front of the choir? Like, like I was really curious about it. So I just went and asked her if I could join. That's Natalia. She's from Mexico. And I wanted to talk to her about how it feels to step up in front of a group of your friends for the first time. And what it feels like to stand up and lead when sometimes you're the youngest person in the room. Like starting music so late, like in life, you know, I started at 20, I was 20. when I started reading music or singing or whatever. And... Um, 
I was kind of like unconfident, saying, "Look, I'm I'm in front of these people, and I'm just supposed to know to know it all. How is this credible? Like, with what kind of authority I'm here? You mm -hmm. know." But then you just get to trust your your musical ear, like, and your intentions, and like I just knew I had to work really hard. And that's what I'm doing. Like, I have all my two choirs. One of them are really nice. I don't have any problems with them. They love what I give them and <laughs> no problem. But the other one is quite hard because, uh, well, they're used to, of course, their old uh, conductor. And they have their ways. So it's really hard to just be there with your 25 years and just say, hey, we're doing this my way, actually. Natalia is just one of a new generation of young conductors all over the world. There are conservatoire courses to trainers, just like there are for singers and instrumentalists, and I'm finishing one of these courses in June. I caught up with one of my colleagues to ask him about his experiences as a young conductor. I think the first moment when I thought, yes, I could, I could do that, I could be a choral conductor, was when I got a phone call saying, could you come and be a choral conductor? Which um, <laughs> is when I was um, 17, and a music teacher friend of mine had seen me helping to run a primary school orchestra, so I'd had, you know, I'd had a little bit of conducting experience just because no one else would. And uh, she gave me a phone call and said, we'd like to put on a workshop of Handel's Messiah, would you like to conduct it? To which I said, yes, yes I would. And were you nervous? <laughs> I was terrified, yeah. I've, I've, well, until then I'd not been more nervous in my life, since then I've been much more nervous, but yes, it was quite nerve-wracking because partly because it wasn't even with an established choir it was a sort of come and sing type event so my main fear was that no one was going to turn up and then the fear was that the people that do turn up you won't have enough in each section and then the fear could be that uh, <clears throat> those people <laughs> won't be able to sing or won't want to sing or won't like me or whatever so yeah it was fairly nerve-wracking but once you're up and have had them sing four or five notes like the buzz just kicks in. It was just a rush. So I carried on and had a good time and then ran two or three more of the same kind of workshop. And now you're here. Um, and now I'm here. It was one of my first times really conducting a professional orchestra. Um, and definitely it was two different orchestras that, um, during the competition. One was uh, French and then later on I was conducting a German orchestra and those sounds are very, very different. Um, they, they react to your beat very, very different. So getting quickly adjusted to that was a very difficult test. Um, there was no one my age, I don't think, in any of the orchestras. But yeah, I, I think it was actually, they, they wanted to see you do well, which is actually a very, very comforting thing as a young conductor. There's always that, that feeling when you work with a new choir, particularly a new choir of people who are older than you, there's a sort of a feeling that you have to prove yourself or you have to come across as more, um, more experienced than you are. I was talking to someone the other day who had had, he'd just taken on a new choir, and he was getting a bit of um, bit of the eye from uh, from his singers in that he was too young to be there. He didn't really know what he was doing. And someone stood up and defended him and just said, "Do not confuse age with experience, or mm. age with expertise, or something like that." Yes, this guy's young, but um, he also knows what he's talking about. So someone's got to make the decision. If, and if I'm going to stand up on the podium and be the conductor, then I guess that should probably be me, shouldn't it? I try to be as clear as possible. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, you kind of feel kind of rejected. It's just that you, you put your whole, your whole time, life and efforts to find good pieces for them, like that will suit them. And then they will just go like, no, you know, we don't like German, so we're not gonna sing it. And you're like, hey, well, it's like a basic choral piece in history of music, come on. Like, sometimes I do feel it's personal, but I try to cut that 
on the fir- like at the first moment. I remember having a very tight schedule every week of exactly what I was going to study, but uh, sometimes I I wouldn't accomplish my goals, so then I would have to rework my schedule, and so really really getting that was very very challenging. In terms of numbers, I'm in here three days a week, and then I'm running four choirs outside of here. It's about half and half, I think, at the moment, in terms of time I'm putting into each one. But different choirs take different amounts of preparation. People with real jobs think I'm mad to be working during the day and working at night, and then working during the day and working at night. But that's the way it's got to be while you're still studying, I think. Even sleeping, I dream about it. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I think if I, if I get better in my job, it will become like automatic and maybe I will stop one day thinking so much about it. Music has certainly become my life but now that I'm ending my training at Royal Academy Music and now that I'm setting off with management I feel like my career has has been set up so now I can think about other things in life which which is really interesting so going to museums and uh, reading Russian literature, which has actually been a nice thing to do, um, has, has slowly crept into my life now, which is nice. I do listen to some music. I don't listen to choral music to relax, and I don't listen to orchestral music. I'm always thinking, oh, what's this choir? Oh, who's the conductor? Oh, are they in tune, you know? Um, with, uh, with jazz and with popular music, I can sort of switch it off a bit. It's, it's weird. I have these earworms sometimes. So last, what, was I, what am I listening to, Van Morrison now? Like sometimes I just like get into random things and I'll get into them for like a month solid. So mm-hmm. it's Van Morrison month right now. It's such a, a personal thing, given that it's how, you, it's how you move your body and what you do with your face. And in the same way that for a singer, it's just when you open your mouth and that's the noise that you make as a person. That's is so much of your personality. And I think it's the same with conducting. Also, it's about how you take a rehearsal, and that literally is just how you interact with people. So when you're being taught it, um, that can be quite tough um, to take sometimes if people are just telling you that you're telling other people to do things in a different way, and it can sort of throw you. So yeah, it is, it is a nerve-wracking profession. You can check out loads more podcasts at www podium.me Talk about your story. Oh, where do I start? Um, maybe what's the question? <laughs> Have you not heard about this? No. Oh, okay, I'll go into it. I just couldn't care less. Don't worry, I completely agree with you. Um, oh, that's actually that's a weird one. What am I going to say? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really judgmental, isn't it? And basically, that pretty much sums it up. Join us, whoever you are. www.podium.me Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 